Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story this half hour, Chicago police investigating a shooting this week that left a mother of three dead in the Auburn-Gresham neighborhood. As WBBM Steve Miller tells us, the godmother of one of those young children says he's been calling out for his mother. The godmother of a two-year-old boy sighs when she thinks about what she should tell her godson when he asks about his mother, 23-year-old Santa Foster, shot and killed in the middle of the afternoon in the 1200 block of West 81st Street after she picked picked up her son from daycare. You know what? What do you tell him? You know, you just have to say, mommy, love you too. Mommy, thinking of you. Mommy, miss you. Like, mommy, you just have to reassure him that um, everything is okay. Barbara Love says her two-year-old godson is still in the hospital after being shot. You know, he's wearing a cast and stuff right now, and uh, the bullet fractured his ankle bone. So he'll be in a cast for about six to eight weeks. Love says she just can't accept that this is the norm. What happened to this mother, it shouldn't have happened. And now she left three minor babies behind, and the family and friends and the godmother were all left to pick up. The pieces. Steve Miller, News Radio 1059 WBBM. An Oak Forest man is in federal custody facing numerous gun charges. With illegal possession and transfer of machine guns, as well as illegal possession of a firearm as a previously convicted felon. Federal prosecutors say back in June, Prisco sold 25 devices converting handguns into fully automatic machine guns to an undercover police officer, as well as a gun with an obliterated serial number and a 3D printer. He allegedly used to print the conversion devices. At the time of the sale, Prisco was on probation for a state firearm conviction. He's been ordered held without bond before arraignment next week. Andy Day, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A top state lawmaker hopes a new Illinois law will help close the gap on lagging literacy rates in Illinois. Governor Pritzker has signed a new state literacy law sponsored by Senate Majority Leader Kimberly Lightford. The data shows that we are very low performing and reading, and we have to look at this as an urgent crisis, but we also have to recognize that there is a solution. The Maywood Democrat says two years of study shows early childhood education is a key part of the solution. The statewide literacy plan keeps that in mind. Looking at the curriculums that we do have, are they explicit? Are they direct? Um, Do they provide sequential instruction? And then definitely just honing in on the young kids and identifying them early. Lightford says every child in every zip code deserves to have the tools they need to succeed. Craig Delamore, News Radio 1059 WBBM. Some local unions in solidarity with striking SAG after members in Hollywood showed up at a rally today at Daily Plaza. This member of the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees says it's important for all unions to stand with SAG after. Number one, if they don't go back to work, I don't go back to work. 
So it's very important just on that financial level. But they're also fighting for the same things that we'll be fighting for when our contract comes up in a year. A Sagatcha representative telling WBBM that movie and TV producers will return to the bargaining table with the Writers Guild first because it was the first of the two to go on strike. Lollapalooza, day two, now in full swing at Grant Park. WBBM's Brandon Eisen is scoping out this year's fashion choices among festival goers. To be expected on a hot summer music festival weekend, short shorts, short skirts, tank tops, and crop tops, lots of glitter and sparkly accessories, fanny packs are always in style, studded belts and platform boots, some adorned by spikes, some groups in attendance setting their own bar for fashion. Isabel Sui is at Lollapalooza with about a dozen of her closest friends. We're here actually for my bachelorette party. They're all wearing semi-matching gear. The Bachelorette breaks this dress code down for WBBM. So we're all wearing different Hawaiian shirts and dresses, decked out in lace, got some temporary tattoos going on too, so... Like, the more colors, the better. It's a colorful weekend for Festival Fashion at Lollapalooza 2023 at Grand Park. Brandon Ison, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. The family of ailing Chicago Bears legend Steve Mongo McMichael is asking for prayers today. McMichael was admitted to the ICU unconscious with sepsis, according to a spokesperson, who also said the Super Bowl champion for the 85 Bears was awake and improving after being treated with two IV antibiotics. In 2021, McMichael was diagnosed with ALS. Just last month, the five-time NFL All-Pro was named a senior semifinalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2024. My Martinez, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. The village president of West Suburban Glendale Heights has been charged with, the, with disorderly conduct. The DePage County State's Attorney's Office and Glendale Heights Police say on April 26th and again on May 12th of this year, 66-year-old Shodri Kokar claimed in a police report he was the victim of an assault. But now a grand jury has indicted Kokar on two counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly filing a false police report. Kokar, who was elected village president two years ago, turned himself into authorities this week. He was processed and released. He'll be back in court next month. Terry Keschner, 105.9 WBBM. A dedication at the University of Chicago today for 10 massive change bills with names of them in honor of people linked to Chicago or the university. That's the sound of handbells at the dedication for bells that weigh up to 2,000 pounds and which have names on them like Barack Obama, Jean-Baptiste Pointe du Sable, Jane Addams, and Carl Sandburg. Andrew Wilby is CEO of the Bell Foundry in England that's been in operation since the 1700s and where the University of Chicago's bells were cast. They are a very good ring of bells and several people were thinking we ought not to let them come across here because they were too good to export. <laughs> Change bells involve one person per bell pulling on a rope and timing its ringing with other bells. Tom Farthing is the Mitchell Tower captain at the UFC and says the new bells are going to be fabulous. The old bells were lovely. However, they were incredibly difficult to ring. They were actually internationally known as being difficult. A crane will be lifting the new bells into place in the coming weeks. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 1059 WBBM. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.